Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Another day of attacking Egypt and Sodom through the stomach of the earth. And what are you attacking them with? Love. Kill them with kindness. They'll think you're chirpy. No. You're just prophetic and they're clueless. Carnal Christians thinking they're mature because they got some edumacation of charismania in their brain, making them seven times dumber than they were before they were Christians. Most of them. It's true. I say that in perfect love because they're seven times dumber afterwards. Holy Ghost. One of the worst deceptions in the whole world is that you need the outer court or inner court ministers. All these people by the thousands. All John the Baptist and his men or the sons of God are, are too extreme. We better water it down for the people in the sand and water it down for the people in alcohol and drugs because it's too extreme. And when you water it down, you actually blaspheme. So your blasphemy is not necessary. The best thing you could do is just get out of ministry. Shut up. If you're not going to go full bore 100% in the potency of the gospel, I mean, you're doing the greatest disservice to humanity, watering it down. Oh, they're not going to understand. If God doesn't want the human nature to understand. He wants them to have the living creature nature come forth, 2 Corinthians 5.17 nature. He wants their spirit to be developed. If you try to water it down so their carnal mind understands one drop of the gospel, you're sinning. You're working iniquity, and you're hurting the person you're ministering to. Watering it down is the greatest temptation of all time. That's why the outer court is populated with tens of millions of Christians, and there's almost nobody in the throne room to this day because of watered-down Christianity. They listen to some freaks and some mystics, and they listen to some people that don't compromise, and they're like, no one's going to receive that. No one's going to understand that. And it's just the regular old eternal gospel. It's so hardcore. No, you're just so backslidden. You're just so Laodicean. You're just so satanic. That's the truth. That's the truth. You're just so compromised. Repent today with all your heart. Rend your heart and not your garments. And return to the Father that you may be drunk with love. That you don't have to water it down. That you don't have fear of man that you can't be compromised by religious spirits and Satan and his angels telling you that you've gone too far, you're too extreme, you're going to be misunderstood, your family's going to kick you out, you're going to have no means of income if you obey the Holy Spirit and all the lies of Satan and his angels towards every Christian in the world every day. When are you going to be brave and courageous and just say, screw it all? I'm going to jump in the river and trust God. Who cares if it costs you everything? It's the best thing that could ever happen to you. What are you going to do with your life? Build sandcastles in your soul? Die and go to heaven and be a peasant in the kingdom of heaven for eternity? Take a risk. Take a leap of faith. Sacrifice everything today for Christ that you may be great in the kingdom. And I know a lot of the youth will do it because they don't have anything. They're $100,000 in debt. 
They're sick and tired of pornography. They don't even get pleasure out of jerking off anymore. They're not even pleasure on alcohol anymore. It's stupid at age 22. What else is there? We just bang heroin every day? Because there's nothing here except Christ and Him crucified. And since they don't have everything and everything the world told them and education and your seven mountains and everything of success of the human flesh is a total waste of time, waste of energy, and a waste of a life, what else is here? Oh, the watered-down gospel that can't even get me drunk. So I listen to a bunch of Laodicean Christian ministers that are scared cowards and there's nothing there and they can't get any satisfaction on that. So we got a, a lost generation, a lost bunch of people because you got a watered down bunch of leaders. Oh, I'm scared. They're going to persecute me. Good. I hope they kill you. I hope it makes CNN and Fox News. We have a Christian martyr in the USA. But they're not going to kill you. The only thing they're going to kill is your cowardliness. And they're going to kill your religiosity. They're going to kill your pride. They're going to start attacking you because you're not watering it down for the first time in your whoring life. Good! Now you're suffering for the spirit of glory. For the name of being a Christian for the first time in your Laodicean life. Amen. That's the best thing that could ever happen to you. You get real. You get real and you get right and you grow in righteousness and you learn what it means to be a Christ one. One who's dependent on the throne of grace and doesn't care what the world has to say. The next fad of what the news tells you you should be concerned with. The next orchestrated CIA shooting. You know, the next draft for your Rockefeller and Rothschild war that everyone should be concerned about because you're a bunch of lemmings believing any reptilian, fallen angel, demon spirit. Because you haven't developed your spirit to even have discernment of what's from the red dragon and the river that spews from his mouth or what's from the Lord Jesus Christ and the river that spews from his stomach. There's two rivers in the garden, by the way. The Bible teaches that. I saw a river spewing from the red dragon's mouth. That's the river of religion. That's the river that you follow Mother Teresa into the lake of fire and consider yourself a good Christian. Oh, you did so much good. You'll go to hell with that goodness. Mother Teresa's in hell. <laughs> Holy Spirit. You're known by your fruit. I've had people go to Calcutta and say it was the most miserable, old, crunched-over lady you've ever seen. Oh, but she did so much good. The religious spirit is the knowledge of good. Satan's kingdom is the appearance and knowledge of good. She was a Jesuit warlock. Oh, she's led many astray. Oh, what a good example of what a human being should do. And go to hell and trample the blood of Jesus underfoot so you don't even need the blood sacrifice. You can just be an old covenant good person obeying the law. An antichrist is what you are. You don't need the spirit of grace. You just need the law just need to be a good person and obey the rules. Satan loves his lemmings. Well, he hates them, but he really is happy with people that don't kick against the pricks, that don't cause trouble, that don't stir up 
problems with the religious Pharisees and every building made by human hands. These people are so brainwashed with religion that anyone comes around in the anointing of the Holy Spirit and stirs up trouble. Oh, they're kicked out of the church. They're excommunicated. They're smeared across all the internet. All the little gossiping behind the scenes of all the ministers on the board of directors making the religious excuses of why they should murder them, excommunicate them, murder them. And you got all the right doctrine and the reasons why you should murder someone because they believe. And that person's just in the river and you're a Pharisee of Egyptian hell and a son and daughter of Satan the fallen angel. And that's exactly how it is in the world in 2018. There's very few sons and daughters of the anointing oil. Very few that have stopped caring. But the ones that have stopped caring about serving the knowledge of good and the appearance of good, they're the ones that will heal this universe. They're the ones that will go all the way in the anointing and just burn Hades right out of the bowels of the earth. Satan's entire strategy was to water you down. And he's done it. He's done it. You cannot speak the full gospel. And don't even tell me your church would allow Red Letter Ministries in it. They tried that before. Oh my God. It would be the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. You I mean, even when David Hogan comes around to your churches, it stirs up so much animosity. You know? And we say a lot more severe things than him. Bless his heart. I'm telling you, this wine is purposely this strong to burst and destroy your churches. To destroy your Christianity as you know it. Because it's not the kingdom. The Father is here to destroy everything that calls himself God, but is not in fact kingdom. Hallelujah. And that's heaven on earth. And the greatest enemies of the kingdom are those successful in church, in the fake kingdom. It's true. Oh, and they got, you know, they'll even drink and get drunk sometimes and then submit to Satan. They're still worldly. They still submit to the world system. They're still a part of the building of Babylon the Great. There's still pyramid systems. You have to work your way up by brown-nosing the pastor and being really good and doing lots of nice prophecies and looking good in front of others. There's none of that in the kingdom. God sees the heart. God sees the spirit. Promotion in the kingdom is so organic that if you're promoted in the true kingdom of heaven and you come around these political Christians, they'll manifest demons on you so bad it'll look like hell on earth. Because they're full of hell. They're full of Herod. They're full of the seed of the Pharisees. Situation is the worst it's ever been. Don't even tell me it's the best it's ever been. I mean, it's the worst it's ever been. These people are such workers of iniquity, so bewitched by strange fire, they think they're doing good when they do works. I mean, Thanksgiving, a time to help all the people and all this stuff, and no one even obeys the Father. They don't even settle their hearts to even begin obeying the Father. And they're all Christians. you got millions of Christians that don't even take the time to obey the Spirit that God put in their stomach. They'll just 
be led astray, doing the knowledge of good and the appearance of good, working iniquity in every single U.S. city today. <laughs> it's not thanksgiving to God. It's thanksgiving to the religious devil. It is. And it, don't even tell me oh, it's not even... That's just a small amount. The mass majority, you could say nearly 100%, it's thanksgiving to the religious devil. Oh, that's going too far. Not even going far enough. If we went far enough, we would burst your city's wineskins. We would break your human systems. We would break your heavens and break your earth. And still then we haven't gone far enough. And then we'd see Father God come down here and incinerate your flesh and incinerate your schools and incinerate your human philosophy and incinerate your idols. And everything you cherish and hold dear to your heart as good would die and not live. And then still we wouldn't even go far enough. We'd burn everything that can be burned. And then, just then, you'd begin to understand the love of the Father. Our God is an all-consuming fire. He won't have rivals. He won't have this deception in the human brain, this knowledge and appearance of the religious devil that deceives the whole world today in 2018. It's going to be dealt with, with unquenchable fire, through all consciousness, all minds, all stars that fell from heaven, that bewitch your brains to this day in the false light of Satan, the religious devil. Religion will be utterly obliterated into the lake of fire. Humanity's pride will be humbled to its knees and they will bow to the throne of grace. And then you'll know why he died on the cross. Not to reveal sin, but to forgive it. But those who are good in their own eyes are the murderers of Jesus to this very moment. I pray you're humbled today. I pray that you come, become dependent on the river of life, the river of His sacrificial blood, and it gets so strong on you that people think you're drunk, people think you're high. But for the first time in your hypocritical life, no, you're just obedient. You just began to be obedient, and you stopped caring and people-pleasing, you don't even explain it anymore. Your life is poured out as a drink offering on others that are still in an animal state that can't understand 1% of what you're walking in. And you just love them. Like God the Father made flesh, every single one of you. Pouring out your hearts. Rending your hearts, not your garments. Rend your hearts. Learn how to love. Serve humanity, John. Behold your mother. Mother, behold your son. Walk in that bloody road of Calvary. And John is entrusted with taking care of the mother of Jesus in John chapter 19. What does that even mean? The disciple that Jesus loved entrusted to take care of humanity. You've walked my Calvary road. You've ate my flesh. You've drank my blood. You're my best friends. You love Him. You've done everything to obey Him and serve Him every day. Now take care of humanity. Take care of the mother of Jesus. Mankind. He's the Son of Man. Amen. And how do you do it? With that Calvary road. 
That's the cup of the new covenant. Climbing up that hill and serving every skull the new wine, the blood of his cross that intoxicates them out of their consciousness of self, out of all of their dirty, icky memories of everything that's happened to them and everything they've done to others, and they're cleansed by that Calvary blood, climbing up that hill, serving the drink of salvation to every single soul in the world, like John the Beloved. Amen? It's a season of John the Beloved, and you know what? We're never coming down from it because the highest way is love. And we've learned through everything we've suffered in this life, the way of love, and to serve the blood of the Lamb, the blood of love, and the blood of His cross. And there's nothing human about it, so don't even water it down. This is divine love. We'll be mixing it with opium and honey every day of the Spirit. And it will get stronger and stronger and mixed wine every single day. The fake and the phony and the nonsense ones will water it down. We'll get it stronger and stronger so that the true sons and daughters of the living Father, Father will be revealed by their potent love, by their potent, potent cup of Jesus Christ. And all the potent sorcery of Babylon, which is religion, will be removed from the world in the name of Jesus Christ. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow.